Previously last week, the heroes left Gravenhollow, making their way to Blingdenstone to return the Deep Gnomes home. Passing massive mycelial microbial, microbial tendrils, they pressed forward through the wondrous environment. However, their passage did not go unnoticed. A mad storm giant rained his lightning beasts down upon the party, swallowing Alaria whole, her life narrowly saved by the holy blades of Anderson. Voltaire, revitalizing and relieving a sword from said insane storm giant, the crew moved on to a city that had seen better days. Uh, you're all level 11, congratulations. Tell me, Dentalor missed the, the giant fight. Um, it, 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 you could we didn't him actually fight. fight him. He no. was like an illusion. Yeah, somehow the sword was real. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't an illusion. He was just stupid. Hmm. I see. Stupid. That's rude. You you never gave me the stat block for the sword of Excalibur. <laughs> we'll get to that later. That there's a thing about that. It's coming. I'm just carrying around with telekinesis. It's gonna, it's gonna break. It's that's just gonna happen. It's gonna vanish. How'd you know that? See, it, it's larger than Voltaire can carry, so I have to carry around telekinesis. It's just floating next. How to big me is at it? My height. How big is it? How? It is a giant sword, right? So yeah. yeah. So did the Lord can use it? <laughs> we'll get to there in a second. A scoring. Of mining caravan from the mines that pockmark the outer Blingdon stone area, they were led through a defensive maze whose walls lined with green-tipped nails winded through an enormous metal gate that granted them entry to an altogether different environment. Caged fire beetles shed warm orange light onto a cozy conglomerate of merchant stalls, businesses, and eateries that belie signs of rebuilding from some terrible exodus. The resiliency of the Snifflerblin is impressive when the scenic atmosphere is shattered by gelatinous assault. You both look over and see two of the guards that ma'am the gateway that you just passed through are enveloped and are kind of hovering two or three feet in the air, clutching at their throats, and dissolving away right in front of your eyes. Hmm. Unfortunate for him. The rest of the city is in a panic. People are running by you. They're running through your group, bumping into you, but because they're deep gnomes, they kind of bounce off of you, have to get down on their hands and knees and, like, crawl through your legs. Oh, God! Oh, God, we're all gonna die! Just, like, sword in hand, just gonna reach up and put the faceplate on my new helmet down. Chink! Gonna ask you all to roll the initiative as we go ahead and jump right into combat tonight. <laughs> Doing great. <laughs> yeah! Cut the spread, a 20 and a 5, okay. Yeah, Dentalor came back itching for a fight. Scratching that edge, cause we're gonna go ahead and get right into it. Dentalor, you're gonna be going first unless... Anderson rolls higher. Anderson likes to roll high. 
I understand. Um, doesn't feel like playing today, apparently. Not, not, is not feeling it. Oh, damn it. It's okay. Yeah, you guys are in luck. You're not facing any Bahiras tonight, so you should be all able to survive, for the most part. Well, we got Dental War. We can attack three times. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. I mean, they are just slimes, Damn. and I can fly. So if I just, like, fly with a torch above the big pit over here to the right, we'll just follow the flame. Like mass to flame right into the pit. I yeah, those are all going to hit. I recently learned that in D&D lore, slimes will actually just jump into lava because it's hot and they think it's alive. That's they not very be. intelligent. They do have... Well, Glabagool is smarter than that. Well, yeah, it's because he's Glabagool. He's a Glabagenius. Um, and it's going to take a D6 of fire damage on for each of those hits, so that's... Wait, 2d6 fire damage for each of those hits. Nice. It's 24 fire damage. To the cube up. Meow. All right, I've got the damage. Yes, him. All righty, that's the end of Denthalor's turn. Oh, wait, I don't have the damage. Shit, I need a calculator. Hey. Wookie, what the fuck? <laughs> 21 see... plus 17 plus 16 plus 24. It's pretty ba It's pretty straightforward. Divided by 2, now find X. Yep, that kills him. So you splatter this gelatinous cube against the wall. And I'm going to say you did that so fast. The sniffling inside, you perfectly, you wipe it clean. He doesn't even have slime or jelly on him. So, you so what you're telling me is Dentalore hit this thing so hard with a blunt object that it just essentially just like evaporated away. Yeah, you turned it into steam. And as the sniffling falls to the ground onto her knees, she looks up at you. <laughs> thank, thank, oh Jesus! Thank you! Oh my God! You saved well, my life! Well, I might as well. Um, see. Oh, it's too far away. Just go action surge and kill the other one too. But I guess not. <laughs> anyway, then Dentalor's turn. Hey, Bogey, that's gonna bring us to Voltaire. What do you do? Um, could I? cut off a small piece of this thing to like put in my bag and it still See, be alive like a some pet. of the pseudopods are whipping around you try and scoop one up into a vial give me a dexterity roll oh, okay. let me pull back up my character sheet because I, I hate it being like the separate tab and it's always in my way if it's not in the separate tabs I have to close it out every time uh oh yay I have a one for dexterity Assuming I didn't do it. I just meant like attacking the whole thing, not just the pseudopods. If I can just like slice off a corner. Mm, that's gonna make it lower. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say you go ahead and get close to it, and as soon as you get near it, you misjudge how far. It's pretty clear. It's hard to see, distinguish where it is. Go ahead and make a wisdom check for me as well. Oh, okay. Wow, you, you really throw in the bad ones. At me. Yep. It's hard to see. It's dim in here. The fire beetles are just. Uh, it kind of got engulfed in the fire beetles in there as well, and it's making distance hard to judge. And you accidentally step inside of the gelatinous cube. You succeed. You get a vial full of gelatinous cube. Unfortunately, you're inside the gelatinous cube as well. It gets a vial full of me. And by a vial, I mean a body. Hilaria, <laughs> your move. I realize I've kind of been doing it wrong because the way two-weapon fighting works is you can use your bonus action to attack with the third weapon. And because I have extra attack, I can technically make three attacks. Ooh. If you use a bonus action. If I use a bonus action. spell slots to cast thunderous smite as well as divine smite on this don't forget the extra 2d6 damage of the weapon yeah I have that calculated in the weapon itself uh, already So that's going to be an extra 2d6 plus Second hit. Time for the second attack. Oh fuck! <laughs> Twenty-six hits. Seventeen, and then because 
neither of those were a bonus action. Oh no, Thunder Smite is a bonus action. Yeah. So. Smite him again! Oh. Divine Smite! Uh, how's it looking? Is it looking pretty low? Looks pretty rough. You smited it pretty good, and he blushed, and then he turned into about one-fourth of himself, as the rest of him has been puddlefied. Yeah, I see. Well, that's action surge, then. <laughs> and I'm going to make my attacks with my other weapon. Thirteen? That is. And uh, 25. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, these guys got a low AC. They are like starting enemies, to be fair. Yeah. Yep, that's going to be more than enough. He is toast. <laughs> As I dumped my last smite into it. Dumping another smite into the cube. Both Voltaire and this other Snifflebin are going to be plopped out on the ground, both of them gagging up slime and phlegm. Just a radiant flash. It's gone. <laughs> ah, oh, thank you. Just gonna flick any ooze off of my swords and then sheath them. I, I, now, have, I now have a vial of slime we can grow into a global wife. Oh, mm, that's a bit weird. You you grooming a wife? That's weird. For Glabagool. That's weird. See, see, as it gets larger in size, it'll see what a great guy he is once he starts helping us in combat. Or it'll see what a little bitch he is for staying to the sidelines. Whoa, hey. Come on now, I'm not the one who's grooming himself a bride over here. Guys, that's not cool. It's for you, Glabagool. Uh, don't bring me that's into this. Worse. <laughs> Voltaire so, can easily get a wife. Hmm. Mm, doubt. I just gotta serenade through the troll head. <laughs> Good luck with pretty that. Sure, appreciate you stay single, my guy. Those guys make equips. Looking behind you, Alari, you see the eyes of the Snifflebin you just rescued go wide as he points behind you. It's, 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 oh god! And he dives out towards the back, and he's going to try and leap aside as this black pudding drops to the ground right next to you, Alaria, and you, Dendalore. Mm. Mm. Oh, jeez. It's a big pudding. Big pudding. Out of date. Something tells me that this will be resistant to bludgeoning damage. That is a good assumption. I also need some black pudding. Well, actually, any pudding, but some pudding for another modification idea I have of using it like a symbiote just in my bloodstream. And letting it out to attack. But I don't, I don't know how that one's going to work. <laughs> At least you have a healing factor. Yeah. So it can damage me a little bit. But like, you'll be like, it'll be in your blood. Yeah. It'll get damage you a lot. Because blood goes to your brain. Mm. But it's hard for bacteria to pass the blood-brain barrier. 
And these are But you said it would be in your blood. Yeah. It's like a plus five hey, to hit. Anyway. I do not think a 13 is going to hit you, Death Lore. Uh, you'd be surprised. Um, no, it does not hit. The cube moves up to its speed. While doing so, it can enter a larger, smaller creature's space. Whenever the creature enters the space, the creature must make a dexterity saving throw. Denthlore. You feel this thing splash onto the ground in like a wave, trying engulf you. Make a Is dex. Is it moving out of my range? Um, yeah. Mm. Well, uh... Damn, that's 20? For 19 hits. 19 hits. God damn, you guys are pasty these. Okay. So that's 23 damage, and it doesn't get to move. No. <laughs> oh, so I have Sentinel. Sentinel? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you and your movement. Oh, no, not my movement. Movement speed is zero. Sentinel is one of the greatest feats for battlefield control. I give it to my vengeance paladin and he fucks shit it's up. So good. So Death Lord, you see this thing like bow up on you and then try and crash down on you, and then like a dog getting caught by the tail, it like tries to retch around and look behind it, and Alaria's got him. It's your move. Oh, my move. Oh boy. Well, it's time to fuck shit up. Uh, Death Lore is growing to size big. <laughs> size big. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Giant's might. Already, he becomes size large now. All hit. Oh. Six, six. I love how we arrive in a town and they just see people like absolutely destroy slimes and dentalore grow in size to this. <laughs> and all right the main inhabitant of this town is like never over five foot tall <laughs> sure doesn't help that he's like eight foot tall normally exactly yeah and they just um, he's gonna action surge it's dead it's yeah dead. you pasted it you painted the walls with oh. this black pudding well, I'm gonna go open the doors then. I'm gonna go open the gates. You try and open the gates. These things are reinforced. No, I want, I want the strength check, Wookie. No, absolutely. They're reinforced with mithril. So it's and uh, adamantine. <laughs> oh wow. Oh. Dental or drop kick them. Drop kick them open. Wow. I'm gonna so, bash him with my tetsubo. Yeah. Open the gate. Smash it. You give it a. <laughs> And the gearing towards the side, it looks like in Castlevania, where the entire castle starts lighting on fire as uh, Cypher brings it through with magic. 
you completely just eviscerate and melt all the gearing as the gates slam open. Well, at least I got to get used out of being big. Was there a reason to smash the gates open? I just wanted to go to the gate. I just wanted to do that. I just listen. I grew big and then I killed it very easily. I just, I just need to like get the most out of my power, you know. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> a lot of the activity, the commotion is dying down as they see this enormous dragonborn who is having a real tough time. You're like Alice in Wonderland, just completely way too big for this space. You're having to hunch over. You're pretty much hunched over at the waist, trying to fit in this cavern. Oh, he can shrink down at, at will. Hmm. Absolutely, you're, you. He doesn't. He doesn't even have to get big to benefit from giant's might. Really? Yeah. It says if you don't have room, you just don't get bigger, but you get all the bonus stuff. So why do you grow bigger if it's not for intimidation? Well, just because it's just it's bet it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, because I like couple... flexing on you, short people. Uh, a group of these Snifflebin are coming over and they're looking up at you wide-eyed. Wow, he's so big. And then a couple of city guards come over and they give you a stiff salute. Thank you for saving us. Oh my God, you're so strong. We appreciate the incursion from the cubes. It was gonna, well, that was pretty devastating, but we really appreciate you coming to our rescue. Would you attend us as we show you to our leaders? I feel like Dentalor will have to shrink back down, but sure. Is, is there any chance I can, like, scrape up some black goo? Great, this way! Not a problem. You go over to where the wall and the floor is coated in this thick, viscous blackness, and you <laughs> scoop that on into a jar. You have, go ahead and add to, to your inventory, one vial of gelatinous cube and one vial of black pudding. You all are escorted through the many passageways of Blingdon Stone, and you see it's quite evident that most of this place is still in a state of renovation. There mm. are rubble, there's huge boulders strewn throughout these side passageways that aren't used as much as these main ones. The main areas are swept clean, and they're pretty clear of rubble, but you see these obvious signs of where the entire place has just recently been moved into, and they're still about halfway through, getting it back up to work in order. Hmm. You know, you really should maybe think about reinforcing those doors with adamantine. It will help uh, keep them out. We are... We're working on it. We have reinstigated the mines, and... We've been pulling out enough adamantine to reinforce them, but ever since the drow invasion, it's been difficult to to get everything back to what it was. Every, this place was one of the bastions of self-defense in the entire Underdark, but now it's it was really looted and picked clean by those goddamn pointy-eared bastards, and we've been really having a hard time bringing it back to what it was. I see. Man... So, how often does your town get attacked like this? Well, 
It was real. And you guys are moving through these caverns. Denthlore, you're having to not only shrink down to your normal size, but also like get down onto your hands and knees and crawl through these caverns. This entire place is a built for a deep gnome. And you pretty much can tell as you move through, a lot of these places are built so that even a medium creature, and especially a large creature, their movements would be purposefully hindered in defense of the city. This is well, built with I'm, defense in mind. I'm, I'm not a large creature. I'm almost a large creature. One more foot and I'll be a large creature. Absolutely. Yeah. But even medium creatures are having to bend like, bend well, the waist and like suck in the belly. Crawling yeah. going to be difficult. <laughs> Good thing it's mithril, so it's a little easier. But Oof. It's doable, but it's a tight squeeze in some spots. It's like caving. Soft grumbles is just like, why did I have to get this armor now? Stupid tiny tunnels. <laughs> See, Dentalor can fit into any hole that's smaller yeah. than his head because he dislocates his shoulders to move. Yeah, dragon. It's like a nosegay. <laughs> I haven't gotten to watch that movie yet. I've just been seeing clips of it. You guys are making your way to area, I believe it's 14? Yes, 14. And as you pass through Interblingdon Stone, you move through this wonderful cultivation cave where you see row after row of these fungi being grown. Barrel stock, blue caps, the spores being harvested into these little burlap sacks where the blue powder is going to be made into these wonderful loaves of blue bread. Bled. Hmm. as you come to this back cavern you enter a wide area very clean and the most pristine area that you've seen so far now that map is quite a bit fuzzier uh, fuzzier than I remember oh, there it goes the blue or green. I don't know colors. You got a colorblind guy. Is that everybody? I keep forgetting we have the mall. No, we don't have Voltaire. I like dental is just crushing me. <laughs> dental Dentalor would be smaller now. Nah, he regrew. Yeah. For intimidation. <laughs> Coming into this room, you see about two dozen or so Snifferblum occupying the well-lit cavern. Some move briskly with messenger pouches in hand, while others huddle around several stone tables covered in maps and other papers, talking in hushed, serious tones. The back of the room is dominated by a dais carved from the rock of the cavern atop 
which rests two stone desks facing each other. Two sniffleblen, uh, one male, one female, sit behind the desk conferring with advisors and each other. They turn their attention to you as you enter. Come in, come in. How can we help you? I hear that you've been defending the city from ooze incursions. Well done. Well met. To be fair, the only reason I agreed to follow is for some sort of reward for helping save your city. Reward? And uh, who promised you that reward, eh? At this point, Jim Jarrett's going to step forward. Hi, oh, hey, uh, hey there, Captain. How you doing? I like you to interest, uh, introduce my friends here. This is uh, Denthalor, Hilaria, and of course, uh, Voltaire. He's the ugly one there. Everyone, this is uh, Chief Dorbo. And his lovely wife, Sunny Digamatok. I would like Voltaire to walk next to Jim Jar and just like have the troll lick him when he calls me ugly. <laughs> like Whoa. on the face. That's weird. <laughs> oh dear, that really sent a shiver up your spine. Anyway, he's a new you as a chieftain would be so happy to see us back here home as the many deep gnomes return after the terrible assault on our home glad to be back at this point Topsy and Turvey are going to shyly wander forward they are kind of sticking in the background trying to stay small and unnoticed Is there a reason for this? I know the reason, but I can't shake. At this point, <laughs> Chief Dorbo is going to take a step forward, coming over to you guys. Well, any friend of the Wayward Deep Gnomes is a friend of ours. And it goes around shaking each one of your hands. Thank you so much, and I hope that one day... Our city will return to its former glory and be a haven for all the deep gnomes that have been expelled. I thank you. His wife is going to wander over at this point as she finishes up a couple conversations, packing up a book and placing a few things, signed documents into pouches and sending messengers on their way. Yes, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You're tip-top and... Uh, yeah, I think we'll be able to arrange some kind of reward. Here you go. And she hands you all over a pouch. Seems to have some heavy coins in it. How many? Valaria, you grab the pouch, opening it up. You see it's a pretty hefty uh, pouch, and it's full of these red sparkling gems. You'd say these rubies are worth about 100 gold each. Giving it a quick count. There's at least 20 in there. Thank you kindly. Our pleasure, and seeing that you're such a capable adventurer, suppose you wouldn't be adverse to taking on a couple jobs for us since you're here. Depends on the type of job. We have much to do. Nothing out of your capabilities. I'm sure it wouldn't take you long. Strapping young heroes such as yourselves. Yeah. We have a, as you know, a bit of an ooze problem. 
some of the monsters. Oh, magic in the northwestern part of the settlement might be responsible for the growing number of oozes in Blingdon Stone. If you return with any information about this problem, make it worth your while. Uh, well, the problem is probably from the fact that the demon lord of ooze is existing within the Underdark. Excuse me? Yeah. Yep. I was about to ask if we ever dealt with demons or not. Not yes. yet, but we're about to go do that. <laughs> it's kind of why I wanted to know if it was important or not. Certainly hope to avoid demon lords of oozes. That sounds terrible. Would... Mm. And you're saying they've infiltrated our city? Maybe not directly, but probably pretty close. How much will you pay us to take care of this problem? She pulls out another gem, and you recognize this Voltaire as a spell gem. What's the highest level spell slot you have right about now? I have six. You say, looking at this thing once over... It's got a six-level spell capacity in it. Might be able to let this go if you are able to confirm this information about Demon Lord. At least the location might be better for us to better plan our raiding party, an excursion out, and deal with the matter permanently. Do we know the location exactly? not not exactly we've kind of seen it in a vision but and again that was also in a very dark area we believe that this force this magic draw that's inviting the oozes into our city is in the is in the northwestern part of the settlement we haven't been able to clear that area and it's still Badly damaged from the assault. Man, I promise someone I deal with these incursions. So. May as well go take a look. It's a lead that we didn't have before. Wait, before you go, one second there, mate. Uh, and the husband of this fine deep gnome babe comes over to you. Also, I have another bit of a job for you. The were-rats, the Gold Whisker Clan. They've been slubbing up the place, and we'd appreciate it if you go and eradicate the entire encampment. These dirty, non-working, non-contributing denizens of our society must be wiped out and expelled. And if you go and make sure that they receive their eviction notice by force... That as well would be much appreciated. We might even be able to free up some resources. What have you desire? Is there anything we can help you with? Uh, Voltaire is going to look very happy when he says wear rats because he's been looking for a form of lycanthropy. Um, well, unless you know a way to upgrade my weapons, then not really... We, we could use, like, a, a magic item that lets us have, like, a portable base. Mm. Because right now, we're kind of just camping in the Underdark at night, which doesn't seem safe. I dare say not. Uh, underdark could be a very dangerous place. 
At this point, Topsy and Turvy are gonna not sneak up, but they're gonna gingerly approach. You know, it might be worth our effort and time to go check out the uh, Where Rat community. I think the uh, the Gold Whisker Clan might um, be willing to negotiate and try and maybe be even integrated into society if you give them a chance. At this point, Senny is going to step forward and put a hand on her husband's shoulder. Dorbo, we've talked about this. Those deep gnomes are just have much of a right to this place as we have. They've come back and they've tried to resettle it and we should try and include them in the future of Blingdenstone. It's not right for us to just viciously kick them back out into the atmosphere, especially now with demons and the oozes on the prowl. I've let you know my feelings about this, Eddie. It's not right. They could infect the entire area and they'll just keep pushing until they bring us all under their control. I don't believe that. That's not true. I think they could be valuable allies. In any case, we could send these folks here as emissaries to get the lay of the land. See if they'd be willing to work with us. Um, What do you think? You you might be able to make contact with this gold whisker clan, as they're called. We could certainly try, but if genocide is the option needed, our party has committed war crimes. Wonderful! You hear that, Sunny? They're perfectly capable of evicting them. You've been from life. Please, just um, try and negotiate. Diplomacy is... If is we going. run into them, I feel like the demon lords are a little more pressing. Completely agree. If you could see them on your way to the demon lords, of course. Much appreciated. Would very much uh, like to see that relationship expanded a bit. As for you two, turning towards Topsy and Terry, you're not coming with us. This is an us thing, not a you thing. You stay here and stay safe. That was the deal. The troll head makes a very sad noise. I don't care about your head. Dentalor is going to look at him, and he's going to... How'd you know they're called the Gold Whisker Clan? Oh, you know, just the rumors through the Underdark. You know, these things get around through the grapevine. And at this point, they're going to grab Alaria. You're they're going to grab some of your plate armor. They're like, kind of looking for like your dress to tug on, but not not finding that. They kind of just like grab your forearm. and There's little bits of cloth kind of wrapped around it. Yeah, perfect. They take hold and try and pull you off to the side. Hey, um, uh, look, so, um, you know, it's hard for us to discuss it, but we would really like to, it's important to us to make, um, contact with the gold whisper clan and just see what they're doing you know just like see how they're living how their vibe is and you know take stock and yeah, hell if we could bring them into the fold and and incorporate them into the blinged stone defenses that would just make everyone stronger and safer you know what i mean you're part of the clan aren't you <laughs> look I, we might share similar qualities it would probably be safer for us specifically um, Turvy and I to join up with people that are we share something in common that doesn't need to be named right now in this company just like reaching underneath the the 
plate to just rub the bridge of my nose. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, you see like the helmet? Is that just a visor? Just slightly goes up to allow your hand. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm repositioning it. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. You'll all be uh, set out. You'll be outfitted with a couple maps of Blingdenstone so you know your way around. And hopefully we'll see you here in a few days with some good news. Wonderful. And stay out of the rock blight. Have a good one. All right. And they go back to their desks and immediately are assaulted by all their advisors who are waving papers in their face. Oh, sign this, madam. Hey, we, what about me? We have problems too, you know? Standing back up and turning towards the party. Well, hopefully we find this clan along the way. Seems the ones we've been protecting have more intimate business. For now, let's just be off. Guys, make your way out of a large crystalline cavern back in the inner Blingdenstone. And do you immediately hear this soft whine? A high-pitched resonance that... You know those, like, crystal bowls that the yoga ladies always, like use in the yoga class it's like that mm. okay is there a shop we can go to before we head out I feel like we could use like some items for maybe a different one than the one we robbed <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember robbing a shop. Oh, wait. <laughs> I didn't rob him. Okay, I hustled. I hustled and I got this nice pink dress. Voltaire says, doing a little twirl. Yes, well, that's definitely not what I was referring to. What, which one are you cons Which one are you talking about? Or are you just talking about the fact I stole the crystal back out of this pocket? Precisely. I didn't rob the shop, I robbed him. There's a difference. And regardless. Voltaire, you guys, looking around, you see that you're obviously in a residential part of Blingdenstone. All these caverns, these little nooks carved into the walls, have been set up and moved into recently. Looks like everyone's still a little bit fresh, and as you look around for a shop, you see a couple promising things. You see... One of the larger caverns built into the wall has a sign above it called the Foby Mug. It seems like it was a built uh, as an inn to house the foreign guests in Blingdenstone, but doesn't seem to be like too much traffic here recently. And as you continue to glance around looking for another shop, the sword that you're sort of dragging along the anime sword behind you bumps into the wall. The weight of it has been weighing you down, so you've been trying to carry it around with your telekinesis, and as your focus lapses for a moment, it bounces off the wall, and then falls down to the ground, leaving a gouge in the earth like a snail trail as you move along. Suddenly a ting resounds through the cavern as the blade chips off. A clattering sound echoes throughout the chamber. 
the steel vibrates. With a dog, the hilt gets red hot from its position and it streaks out this orange fiery blade like a lightsaber gouging your dress. It puts a hole in it, giving you a sexy open back styling. The gilded hilt sparkles and the blade that now replaces the metal is the one of pure radiance and it erupts from the hilt with such intensity that the cavern dances with shadows cast from the sword's pure energy. Now, without the false deal weighing down the magic hilt, the sword moves freely in light, like a beam of sunshine through the darkness. Holding the weapon, you feel a warmth radiate through your hand and up your arm and to your mind where a strong feminine voice speaks to you. Monstrosity of deceit and guile, hand me to the one who's worthy of banishing evil shadows from the Undark with my glory that the power I hold shall punish the demons. Hand me to the ray of light, the hope of the world. Alaria shall be my wielder, and she will have my strength to stand against the forces of twilight. Voltaire blushes. You think I'm a monstrosity? How kind. <laughs> I don't think that everyone thinks that, Voltaire. Well, I, I kind of want to, like, hold the sword out a little further to where it can't hear. And be like, well, all right, the, uh, the sword is asking for you by name. What should I do? And, and I, that's a little odd. What's it sound like? Uh, well, it's calling you a beacon of light to... Get rid of darkness in the Underdark? Hmm. Well. Actually, I don't think I've ever said your name around it. Which makes it kind of weird. That it does, but, um, I mean, it's not entirely wrong. That is why I took up on being Aladdin. Here, let me see. I'll hold my hand out for the sword. As you take hold of the blade, the, sword. the golden hilt radiates the same warmth through your arm, and you feel the soft but powerful strength of the Dawnbringer in your mind. This is a longsword, legendary, requires <laughs> attunement by a creature of non-evil alignment, Voltaire. Damn. I am, I am true neutral, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Neither of you can use it. <laughs> no, I, I am true neutral. Voltaire doesn't care what happens as long as he can augment himself. Actually, I think I remember you telling me that. In any case, last for ages in the Underdark, Dawnbreaker appears to be a gilded longsword hilt. While grasping the hilt, you can use a bonus action to make the blade a pure radiance. Spring from the hilt. Or lightsaber? The... Lightsaber. <laughs> yep. Lightsaber. Holy lightsaber. <laughs> It just sounds like a beefed up sunblade. It is, uh, yeah, exactly. The uh, weapon is called Dawnbringer. It is a sentient blade. You can use it to cast Lesser Restoration on the creature once, and the ability recharges at the next dawn. 
when you when you said Dawnbringer, all I heard is a new hand touches the beacon. I know. <laughs> yep, and um, that's that. So, does it have a magic bonus? And what's the damage? No, uh, we'll figure that out later. All right. I don't see one here, but that seems a little underpowered, so we might give it a little some boast. Cool. Okay. It's about this point, you um, all looking over, seeing Laria mentally communicate with the blade. You see... A couple shops. Voltaire, you actually see something promising. You do see another stall that sells general goods. You see a couple very fancy glowing potions next to these wonderfully sparkly blades and other weaponry. And then an absolutely amazing smell hypnotizes all of you like a sumptuous aroma wafts around you, beckoning the stomach of your bodies, nearly levitating you unbidden, drawn by the delicious odor. Well, I guess Voltaire could eat. I mean, I think the last thing he ate was brains through the troll head. I mean, honest. As you, un- almost unbidden, follow the smell, the group drawing near to its source, you see several snifferblin passed out in a st- Day in strange spots as if suddenly fainting some are lying on their backs in a pile of blankets near a merchant's doll while others are face down in the middle of the street chasing the dragon only occasionally twitching dispelling their appearance as a corpse the powerful aroma is overwhelming at this point the hints of savory meat soaked in sautéed and sweet fruity marinade the golden brown tasty is being munched with sweet, satisfying crunch. It is just ahead when you see a cart piled high with delicious pies. A small, almost frantic crowd of deep gnomes barely maintaining a thin veneer of civility as they buy and squirm to the front of the line, hands outstretched, reaching, grasping for the limited supply of pie. The wide, cracked smile of an elderly woman with a long, slender nose crows. One at a time, one at a time, my brush. <laughs> Beneath the sign that says Morganthus Pie. I already don't know. I bet those have drugs in those. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I feel like this is a Sweeney Todd situation. <laughs> it yeah. just reminds me of... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm fairly certain it's the same woman. Yep. From, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and we might end up having a very similar situation, Farius. <laughs> um, see, Voltaire's not of... exactly against cannibalism, as I don't think he counts as a species um, anymore. Well, you <laughs> but... see, it's, it's, it's children in the pie. <laughs> and your point? Their bones, specifically. And your point? Calcium. <laughs> Gotta get it. Balanced diet. Come on now. As long as you're not actively collecting children for the pies, like, 
Freaking, um... They're already dead. They're already cooked. Don't... I mean, don't let it go to waste. They, don't make them die for nothing. Yeah. I feel like that's an evil thing to say, not a neutral thing to say. <laughs> right. No, evil would seek out children pies. Neutral would be not letting food go to waste, no matter what the food is. Neutral is meh. Food is food. Some food is just having to be made out of children. At this point, several of the Snifflebloom that have gotten their pies just immediately devoured and scarfed them down in front of you and pass out next to the stall, like, leaning on it, and Morgantha has to wheel the cart to the side, make room for new customers. Well, yes, one at a time, my dears. Um, you there, how, how can I help you? Would you like some of my delicious pastries? Why are they passing out? This is just so delicious. It's overwhelming to the senses. I, what kind of drugs did you put out. in it? <laughs> Have you know that this is a completely wholesome ingredients, completely organic? There's no drugs. I cross my arms over the full plate and chest piece. <laughs> See, guys, I told I told you the stall vendor. Don't, don't lie to her. She's a paladin. She knows when people lie. I would never lie, especially about my business and my craft. These are the most delicious pies you'll find in the entire Underdark. I've recently expanded my operations, you see, to ensure that everyone who wants my tasties has access to them. And they've proven quite popular in this city. Somewhat despaired. The individuals here, they've been through so much. Allowing them a moment of respite escape has been my pleasure. I'm gonna use divine so, so, so the pie is drugs, is what you're saying, because that's like the same exact thing drug dealers describe drugs as. Only if you. Can you prove that your pies are safe by taking a bite? No, no. I would not have the time. You have to understand these are for the customers, and I'd love to. Oh, I insist. The she gives it to yeah. her. I, I will pay top price for your worst pie if you'll take a bite. Look, these are not drugged uh, unless you consider fine quality products as ecstasy. Then eat one. Then eat one. I don't see the problem if they're not. Yeah. I do um, like actually, to partake. <laughs> um, I, I, I do have a spell I could use called Geese. Is she a celestial fiend or undead? Um, I, I could use a fifth level spell known as Geese to force her to eat a pie or take, like, what is it, 8d12 psychic damage? Jesus Christ! Um, hold on, that's probably not it. No, 5d10 psychic, psychic damage. If that's she doesn't still eat a, a lot of psychic that's damage. That's still a lot. Well, did she better eat that pie? Upcast it. Uh, yeah, actually, I can't upcast it. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I have to cast an 8th level, or 7th level spell slot. I could use Mass Suggestion, but only on one person. But Gia sounds more fun. Yeah. Imagine Laria? Like, no, and you watch her yeah. drop dead. Like in the Shaman King, an enormous skeleton of spiritual energy just radiates massive black waves of evil. You immediately recognize this as a evil fiend. 
Well, with that bit of information that I just got from my god, I'm definitely not eating your pie, fiend. <laughs> I never... I would expect you adventurers to be more polite, especially since we're all guests just trying to do a bit of business in Blingdonstone. I will take ten pies. Wonderful. It'll be ten gold, please. Alright, um... Can I roll to see, like, can I, like, inspect the pie to see if it's poisoned? <laughs> Looking at this pie, a very faint wisp of steam just comes out of the perfectly manicured. It's got those four dimples in the top of the pie. It is delicious looking. Give me an arcane roll. Arcana roll. Totally safe. Not poisonous at all. FDA approved organic. Okay, guys. If I die. Non-GMO. Don't let me stay dead. I mean, I have a healing factor. So hopefully the poison won't, like, kill me, kill me. It'll just, like, kill me and I'll come back to life and I'll die and I'll come back to life. It'll just keep doing that until I go insane. I can also just cure you if it is poisoned. Voltaire is going to proceed to eat half the pie himself and feed the other half to the troll head. (laughs) (laughs) It's delicious. The most savory, sweet, just the most wonderful flavors come down. You taste hints of mint, a little bit of tangerine as you continue to munch through it. And uh, eventually, about three-fourths of the way through, you feel really drowsy. And you curl up like a cat getting into a little ball, and you take a nap. And as you drift off into the most wonderfully ecstatic dream you've ever had, I want you to describe the most happy moment of your life. Of Voltaire's. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to describe the happiest moment of your life. Every D and D character. Um. Well, you see about that. His is oh. just gonna be like the most uber monstrosity tearing through thing. Yeah, pretty much. Voltaire's would be like experimenting on things in the underdark before y'all found him. Just running terrible experiments on the on the um. I'm going to say inhabitants of the Underdark trying to connect body parts together. You're back in Xantanoff's cage and looking on in shivering horror, you see Mykonids and a couple deep gnomes looking at you as you experiment with great success, one after another, wonderful augmentations that graft onto your body almost seamlessly. The rest of you see Voltaire just snoozing on the ground, a faint trickle of snot and drool leaking out of his mouth, and then another one leaking out of the troll head. I want to say, as I fed the troll head, Voltaire was making very loud airplane and train noises. <laughs> like, feeding with a little fort. <laughs> like it was a baby. Oh, dear. Wonderful, and all the stock I had today. And she closes up the shop. <laughs> Come back tomorrow, I'll have more tastings for all of you then. 
Till next time, wonderful doing business with you. Wheels away the cart. Hey, this is a great way to get new test subjects. I have sleep pies. Oh, God. Do we have to wake him up? Zenthor's going to smash all the sleep pies. Oh, no. Yes. He's evil That's what his That's what my character would do. Come on. You're evil? Yeah, he's lawfully. Okay, then we can feed them to people, and I can use them for my experiments. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna like look over at Denthor. Yeah, I used my divine sense, and she had a very, very strong evil uh, fiend presence. Sounds bad. Yeah. <sighs> Something we'll have to deal with eventually, but for now. Turn to look back at Voltaire, sacked out on the ground. Just gonna put my finger on it, his normal head, as to avoid the troll's probably squishy flesh at this point. And then I use five points of lay on hands to cure him of his poison. You put the five points. You put the five points into Voltaire, and he moves around. Still quite passed out, murmuring in sleep. I'll be, I'll be perfect. I'll be the ultimate life form. As he rolls over, Grant, or excuse me, Ront, comes up, grunting and uh, wiping some of the uh, splattered pies from his boots, the ones that Denthor smashed. Oh, I believe this guy. Beyond me, this is ridiculous. And he picks up Voltaire, throws him over his shoulder. And you guys look over to your right and continue to hear the crystalline hum coming from the cavern just beside you. That's where we're going to take a five-minute break. Okay. <laughs> Can I have another character that's going to stop us from <laughs> fighting this thing? God damn it, not again. <sighs> At least he's not actively selling her children. That's true. No, she's going to be selling other people's children. And probably won't be as to effective me. at it. She'll <laughs> be selling them to me. No, we won't let you buy them. Fine, I'll sell them. Like, I do believe, like, like, some of the things you say are, like, they're evil aligned. I am yeah. neutral. I am true neutral, though. Your, your point? Kidnapping people and running tests on them against their will is evil. Mm -hmm. Unless it's for science. No. No, I'm pretty sure the Nazis did that, and they were still evil. Unless you're trying to say something, Wookie. Huh? What? Uh, gr what girls did nothing Wookie? wrong. Hmm? But the the Doctor of Death, well, he's the all right guy. You know, you push eyes forward. You know, if you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Okay, okay, hear me out here. If it was so evil, wouldn't they have gone to jail? You know what? Five minute break. We're not going to hash out. No, we're going to the nuts here. We're putting them over there. Look, I had a solid point there. No. I mean, they would have. They would have been sentenced to death if they didn't go to Argentina. No. No. We, we, we let them stay out of jail in exchange for the research. Stop it. Right now, five minute that. break.
You guys find yourself free reign of Blinged and Stone, heading wherever you like. You do hear the soft calling of this crystalline accompaniment. Hums throughout the cavern over to your left. Where are you headed? What? What? You guys have free reign to Blinged and Stone. Where do you want to go? You do hear the strange calling of this crystalline environment. Um, I would like to see if they have, like, some sort of magic item I could buy here, like the cage that we could each go into, where it's just ideal environment. Like, I, I want to try to find it in, like, the form of a key. I could just, like, put the key in a wall and make a door for us to walk into, so it's not a cage for someone to just pick up and carry off while we're all chilling. If that's possible. Yeah, it might not be the best if you I'll hop into a artifact and someone walks along, picks up the artifact, and you wake up in some rather uncomfortable predicament. Hmm. 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 It's throwing live animals in there, thinking it's just a cage. Yeah, sure. You head over into this. portion of the residential area where you hear these uh, speaking stones calling out. I think you might be able to find one of these stalls. Seems to be like a lot of magical items for sale over here. And as you guys make your way through this uh, cavern over here, you pass through a circle of stone meneers. Predating Blingdon stone, they look so old. Several of the deep gnomes that you pass go up to these they almost look like stone hedges and they perform some kind of ritual, some religious rite. So they stand in front of the circle of stones. Hmm. There is a stall out towards the back if you'd like to see what they have. Right, I'll walk around back there. I'm assuming I'm awake. Oh, yeah, you're sleepwalking. Yeah, you're actually not awake. <laughs> Go ahead and re roll a d4 for me. How many days I'm going to be unconscious? Hmm. We're, yeah, we're going to go ahead and bump that down to minutes. It's going to be 10 minutes. It's supposed to be hours, if I remember correctly, from the Curse of Strahd campaign. From Herrick, yeah, it was hours. He was out for eight hours and woke up in the middle of combat. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the school. Metabolism from the troll head has really um, speeded you up, but uh, yeah, you're going to be still passed out for the next 10 minutes. Woke up from in the middle of combat, woke up and bit someone's head off. Noise. Wake up starving after taking the Benadryl and being asleep for 73 hours. But the rest of you, a uh, deep gnome comes up to you in these flowing robes approaches you oh hey adventures how are you what brings you to the cleansing I, I gotta ask is the tokens just dice for anyone else or is that just me oh that's me too I don't know who's doing that I mean it could only be you not me or d20 we can't affect each other's tokens 
Those aren't tokens. You can just drag the no the dice from the from the chat. Just you can just click on the dice and drag them. Nothing mm, gonna know who the culprit is. I don't know what you're talking about. I just found that out. Mm -hmm. Please ignore the funny numbers. What the nice. Adventurers, I'm so glad. What brings you to the Speaking Stones? Well, before my friend ate a pie and unfortunately fell asleep, he wanted to find a way to sequester ourselves privately with magic. Of course, a useful ability out here in the Underdark. I have to watch Morgantha, she's slinging them dirty pies of hers. Got to be careful, you don't know what's in them, it could be rather nasty stuff. Yes, rather considering what she is, man. Could be anything. Mm. A problem I'll deal with later. Yeah, well, I might have something that'd pique your interest. And he pulls out a rather interesting golden skeleton key. This here might be what you're looking for. This has the ability to create a Bartokine's magnificent mansion in any surface that you place it into. Oh, that seems useful. How much? Well, I don't suppose you'd be willing to do a small favor for a humble monk such as myself? Depends on the favor. We are quite busy slaying demon lords and all that. No, of course, and I wouldn't want to take you. No, we appreciate you saving my humble home. If we want to make a trade, have to offer something, our services of equal value, and this is a very valuable artifact, it is. What do you want? Damn your notes. Ah, there you are. Well, we have a stone that's been corrupted a little bit deeper within one of the closed-off areas of Blingdon Stone. You've heard of the right block. Uh, you've heard of the rock blight, yes? Yes, and we were told to avoid it. Hmm, uh, wise advice. Hogamark Bane haunts the area, drives all the earth elementals mad that go there. Any Snifflblin that has been accompanied by an Earth Elemental Escort has been terribly assaulted when it turned on them. However, you all seem like capable adventurers. You can go uh, cleanse the steadfast stone of the corruption. And at this point, he holds out a ruby spell gem. Looking it over, you can tell that the spell... Placed within the gem is the hollow spell. Take this. Place it within the steadfast stone and ensure that the stone takes effect, cleansing the corruption from the from the rock. Alright. This doesn't sound like it'll take too long. And if we do yeah. this, we get the key. Correct. In and out. Five minutes. Won't take longer than that. I believe that you'll be able to accomplish this within a few hours. Tops. Five minutes, a couple hours. This Will you watch over our friend while he sleeps? 
at this point, uh, Voltaire, you come back awake. Never mind. I don't think he would want me in his shop, like inside of his building. Oh God, it speaks. Hey dear, that's uh, quite a friend you have there. Are you going to need his help? Better take him with you. Just gonna kind of like gently slap both of his faces. Wake up! (laughs) (laughs) Do you enjoy your pie? Well, it it was good. I think I'll have another soon. Yeah, good luck. Uh, that's not right now. I'm just gonna like pick him up and just start walking in the direction of the rock plate. <laughs> Absolutely. How much of this pie needs to be consumed for you to fall unconscious? Oh, just a spoonful. So I could like put it on the end of arrows and just like shoot people in the mouth, with, like cork <laughs> arrows. <laughs> Some really potent pie. Eat the eat my pie. <laughs> it's a good day to die. For a pie. <laughs> For a pie. Fucking, with a fucking Jimmy Neutron dad fucking video. God damn it. What would you smoke? Time to go to the Shadow Realm, Jimbo. No, there's this fucking shit post someone did of a Pokemon battle between two Jimmy da- Jimmy's dads. Hmm. That, um, I choose you, Psyduck. Yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I choose you, I love how chill the voice actor is, and that he is actually willing to participate in memes. Well, uh, hold up. What am I holding up? Oh, uh, just keep going. I'll, I'll, I have to find something. Okay. Oh God, no. So you guys wander through Inner Blingdenstone. Is there anywhere you'd like to go as you wander towards this large, closed-off area? As you get the lay of the land of Blingdenstone, you notice that mm, portions of the city are walled off. You see huge metal doors. Some of these walls are just entirely blocked off by these huge sheets of metals. Uh, huge sheets of metal that aren't even doors. They're just reinforced wall. No, no detour. Straight to the rock plate. Understood. Um, can I, can I quickly buy some food, like some nutrient dense food, not the pies. I, I don't want to feed my slimes the pies, but I would like to start feeding them. Of course. Yep. Yeah, you get some of this blue bread, and breaking off little chunks, you uh, sprinkle the crumbs inside of the vials you have. Greedily eat it on down, dissolves inside the vial. Gotta make sure I feed the babies. They grow big and strong. Okay, here we go. Release the Damn it, I can't find it. That makes me sad. You going through your memes? Yeah, I used to have this video of Hugh Neutron doing the um the Irwin Scout Charge speech from Attack on Titan from the actual voice actor. You know, the, the whole um my soldiers stream out, my soldiers, blah blah blah. Voiced by Hugh Neutron, the voice actor. 
You guys come into the back of you guys come towards the back of Lingdenstone and you see that this area is where all the weapons, the armor smithing, uh, a lot of the smelting, the blacksmithing is going on as the chemicals, the smog and the slag is being routed through the less used parts of the city. The smoke being funneled up into caverns that are dragged away so the toxic fumes don't suffocate everyone within the city. And next to these work areas, you find these huge reinforced doors leading into the rock blight. Standing in front of them, there's a couple guards that give you a nod. Apparently, word of your arrival in this tight-knit small community has already permeated every level of the watch. Hmm. Alright, well, let us in. We have a job to do. How far into the main crystal? I don't know. Never been that far. Good luck. And he heads over to this wheel and starts cranking this large gear. Slowly. The door opens up. And there is only pitch blackness within. Great. Got a torch? Um, I don't know if my character has dark vision or not. I think I did, because I was a deep gnome. But Cobalt's have dark vision. Someone decided to transfer their curse onto me. When um, I was no, That's not my fault. Not, you failed your wisdom save. You're not, not my you're fault. Not you didn't wing. fucking warn me. <laughs> I didn't know that's what's going to happen fair, either. It's Wookiee's fault, so... Hmm? What? But um, as long as Drax isn't, as long as not Drax, Drax was a wing cobalt, which got rid of the dark vision, right? Yeah, I don't have dark vision anymore. But um, um I don't have dark vision down. Cobalt have dark vision. dark vision. Winged cobalts do not, I believe. I did. Um, I was winged cobalt. At least the one oh. I had was using. Oh, yeah, okay. You can only glide. You can't, like, actually, like, fly forever. Oh, well, um, isn't it superior dark vision? No, but you do have sunlight sensitivity still. I thought they got rid of that, and then, what? I, I, feel, I feel like Voltaire's already a creature that sunlight should hurt. <laughs> just radiant energy just does, like, triple damage instead of double. Just... <laughs> Yeah, good anything to know. That could be, anything that could be perceived as holy, Voltaire just doesn't doesn't like to touch. As you ah, squint, so looking good idea to we, get rid of the sword. Then can we can we as hit you, Voltaire with cheese? Will it do damage? God damn it! <laughs> as you all peer into the darkness, squinting, trying to make out anything within, the deep gnome that lets you into the cavern looks at you all. Oh yeah. Yeah, take these with you so you can see. And he hands you a bunch of uh, torch docks. I need uh, whoever's lighting their torch docks. Go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Is there anything within 10 feet of us? Three. You're fine. What? Then the lore? I do have 10 feet of blind sight, so... I have 10 feet of blind sight, yeah. There's nothing within 10 feet. As you light the torch, the radiance, this orange glow of the flame sparkles out you can see that every step that you take against the walls beyond you circling the light 
It echoes through this cavern. You look around and you see that the residents, the similar to the ones that you pass from previously, are completely abandoned, just holes in the wall. You still see these blood splatters, marks of battle, corpses, skeletons with weapons strewn about. The air is cold and damp, and you can hear a waterfall somewhere in the blackness, along with the faint sounds and the echoes of battle. Death Lord, do you have a torch stock, and are you lighting it? Uh, I won't light it. All right, just the I'll flame. I'll just follow the one that is lit. Yeah. Alaria, you hold the loft. You shed light around you, and that's the only things you can see. As you move along, you reveal this scene of carnage. This was a genocide. I'm gonna have my sword out, just my uh, waking dragon longsword out, just in case. Wait, couldn't you just pull up the, the, the fancy sword and make it glow bright? I could do that. <laughs> does that actually produce light like the sunblade? It does. You bring out Dawnbreaker okay. and it's a much more intense flame. You can see just a little bit further into the darkness. However, as you continue to move through this area, the sounds of battle continue to be just beyond reach as if it's just around the other corner. So is Dawnbringer a longsword? Yes. Okay. So he's it's base damage down as 1d8. If we get into combat, it's gonna be difficult to use not knowing all of its stats, but... <laughs> Onward. And as you guys come around a corner, floating up through the floor, transparent, it's a ghost. Hmm. Oops. Ghost, that's pretty lame. I take offense to that. I'll have you know, I'm here on the Good. benefit of Blingdenstone. I hope you take offense to that. It was supposed to be me. Yeah. I thought you were here to help. We are. He yeah, just wonderful. has a sour attitude. Yeah, well. Perk up, because... I'm just, I'm just so big, and everything is so small. <laughs> I'm not I quite that much anymore. Perk up. That is true. Do we have to crawl through these tunnels? There are some portions that are very small. You're having to squeeze through Alaria. It's a little bit easier for you. However, Dentalor, you're barely making it through a lot of these parts. Well, if you know the way to the rock blight, that'd be very helpful. Well, uh, happy to inform you that you have successfully made it into the rock blight. Congratulations. Uh I meant the main crystal that's here and supposedly corrupted. Ah, wonderful. Happy to guide you over to the speaking stone. For this way. Oh, right now I'll be looking for the steadfast stone. That's the one that's been corrupted. Ah, so this way, please, one moment. Mm-hmm. The faster we get there, the better. Well, I can only float so quickly, so please be patient. Mm. 
How can you only float so quickly? There is no air resistance with you. That's entirely untrue. I see that you're not an aerodynamic physicist. Please. No. As you can see, I'm clearly a licensed surgeon. That might actually be useful. I should have taken your license a long time ago. I'll be reporting you to the medical board post-haste. That's why he leads you up towards the north east. Now, uh, as a favor of going ahead and showing you this wonderful uh, uh, crystal that you need cleansing, how about you return the favor and, and do me a solid and destroy Vazuk? Who? Huh? Hey, he's another ghost, been haunting the other Blingdenstone residents. Hey, you go ahead and put him out of his misery and return him to Oblivion. I'm sure that the rest of the Deep Gnomes would appreciate it. Why don't you kill him? Well, you know, it's ghost on ghost violence. No one likes to see that. It's just uncouth. I like to see it. Uh, you're a sick fuck. Yes, I am. I Could be entertaining. But yes, I agree that all ghosts should be returned to the afterlife. Oh, oh, oh uh, hold your horses there, buddy. <laughs> Let me guide you where you're going first. Hmm. And does, uh, one last favor. I know, it's two favors, uh, it's big asks, but hell yeah, it's been a while since anyone came through here, so might as well ask while the asking's good, I. What? Recover the remains of Ud Hoskin. Oh, bring him back to the graveyard, lay his bones to peace. We can at least recover the bones, but we'll have someone else lay you to rest. Wonderful, wonderful, yes. Uh, I'm sure he's in here somewhere. Just make sure you find him. I, I haven't been able to find his bones, but now uh, Ud Husk, find his bones, lay him to rest. Then uh, go ahead and kill Volzak. And we'd be all squaresies. Wonderful. Passing through this cavern as it opens up, from the passageway, the light of the bioluminescent fungus refracts through large crystal formations erupting through the floor. It creates a kaleidoscope of colors on the surrounding walls. The crystals are semi-transparent, slightly distorting the images seen through them. A statue of a gnome cowers near a crystal outgrowth, holding a broken crystal in its hands. Ugh, poor son of a bitch. Nahedra got him. You gotta be careful. It can petrify. Oh, no, no. The crystals are completely safe. Uh, Nahedra's a Medusa. Okay. That is what I was referring to, not the crystal. Medusa? I hate being ill-informed on the areas we're entering. How many we times does that happen now? My armor is almost a mirror. <laughs> it's Quite shiny. Wonderful. I can see exactly where you are. Oh, a terrible tragedy what happened to Hadra. The drows assaulted Blingdenstone to get their revenge. They laid waste to the entire area, 
killing everyone they got their hands on and occupying it, draining it of every single valuable thing, sequestering the valuables back to Menzoberazan. However, Nahedrin Duskrin stayed. She had these fantasies, these delusions of grandeur, reigning in uh, and making Lingdenstone her own fortress, becoming powerful and undead. Immortal, she would rule over the rubble here for all eternity. However, she didn't understand that the powers that corrupted her had turned her into something truly hideous. Great. So not only is it capable of petrification, it's also a hideous drow. Fun. So it turns us to stone if we see it, right? Yes. Medusas, um, okay, so Medusas are considered hideous, not because they're drow, just because they're hideous, uh, in general. Yes. But as long as we don't let it look at us directly, we'll be fine. That won't really so, be a problem for Dentalvor and myself. Well, nothing wants to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> does it fucking go back? What can we make it so that <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> ugly and repulsive that it just reflects the petrification? I want right. this to be a permanent effect for Voltaire. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. wears a cloak over himself, pulls it off, and fights. All right, you are here. And he gestures with an open arm and towards a huge stone in the middle of the room. It radiates with a fa uh, with a faint red glow. Take the ruby that I was given. Is that to put it in it or just near it? Going up to the stone, you look for a place to place the stone within it. You see a slight depression on it. A semicircle, a little half depression towards the top. Put the ruby there. Immediately, veins of this red energy radiate out from the gem, deep down into the base and then out from the stone throughout the entire cavern, running up the walls. You feel the earth rumble. Hopefully that wasn't a trap. Probably should have had you look at it, Voltaire. Secret trap entrance rolls apart as a giant boulder starts making its way down towards you. Mm. Uh, how big when you say giant boulder? <laughs> Temple of Doom big? Big enough to be considered a boulder. In Temple of Doom, it was only a 12 foot wide. Temple Lord's almost that big normally. Only 12 foot wide boulder. With our strength combined, we'll stop the boulder. <laughs> At least it's not a uh, beholder boulder. Beholder boulder? A beholder? Beholder. A beholder. Then need like an obelisk. Behold, my boulder. An over the shoulder beholder boulder? 
the beholder's shoulder boulder. Uh. I feel like the Medusa's listening to this and is just considering looking in a mirror. How about getting advantage? There's the this boulder rolling at us. Where's the boulder? Where's the boulder? Oh, Blaine, there's no boulder. However, soft patches in the earth bubble up as... It's true. Coming out of the wall, you see a large earth elemental making its way over towards you. Large, you say? A large of an earth elemental. Think it's challenging your height, Tentacolor? I think it is. I think it's Hold on. Tentalor, Don't you be starting there. shit you can't finish. Hmm. <laughs> By the way, have we gotten like a long rest or anything? Or we... <laughs> I don't know. Did you say specifically you did? No. No, we did not. Hey, no, wait, wait. Then. And do I count as a rest? <laughs> I took a damn good drug nap. Yeah, I'll give you a short rest. Quickly, eat this pie. It'll help you rest. I say as I shove a pie towards Hilaria's face. Hilaria's face. No. And from the opposite wall, it's going to reach out and grab you, Voltaire, by the foot. See another oh, rock boy, monster. two of them. Mm-hmm. Which one's bigger? Um. Looks like the grabbing. Oh, never mind. Hey, what size are they? Is it big enough for me to fling a pie in its mouth? Huge, by the looks of it. Are they their size huge, Wookie? No, their size large. Well, they make them smaller. Alright, let's roll up some initiative as you guys are now in combat. <laughs> Another five? What the heck? One hey, eight. Look at five. <laughs> we rolled the time three. ever gone first in combat. Except not because you rolled a four and I rolled a two, but I have plus three. <laughs> Um, I can upcast Fireball by three levels. Well, they're made of stone, so I don't think that would work too well. Yeah, I don't think it will either, but I'm just saying, I now have that ability. Um, hey, you guys, you guys think that these things use bludgeoning damage? Probably. Nice. Oh, maybe I should have taken Heavy Oven Master. Alright, Voltaire, you're up first. Um, I don't have many actual useful fighting abilities that could mm-hmm. help me in this situation. See, normally I would use something like Insect Plague, but it does piercing damage, and I feel like they're resistant. A little bit. 
Um, can I ask if they are uh, immune to the charmed effect? I doubt it. Let me check. Damage vulnerabilities. Whoop, no, you don't need to know that. Condition immunity is yes, exhaustion, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, unconscious. For the earth elemental, the Galeb Durr. If we can kite it for a minute, I can find out <laughs> what it's vulnerable to. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't know it's vulnerable to one thing. The <laughs> Exhaustion, paralyzed, poisoned, and petrified on the Gale of Dura, so not immune to charmed. Okay, I'm reading through this spell. Um, you know, specify conditions that will trigger special activity during it, for example. If your companions damage it. Uh, okay, so I'm going to cast Mass Suggestion on both of them. Alright, do I get a save? Uh, you do, and it is a wisdom save. That's not oh, good. Oh my god, who is, um... Can you guys do me a favor, go into your settings and check the audio and see if, um, you got the chat beeping? Can you turn that off, please? Check again, but... What option is that under? If you go to the settings wheel under audio and video, if you look under yeah, the audio slash video chat. Oh, thank you. Thank you for turning that off. Okay, pokey, then... He did um, not... What well, the 14 might save. Wisdom, <laughs> that's going to be a plus one. Does a 15 save? It meets it, so yes. Oh, thank God. All right, so the Earth Elemental... Wait a second. Class feature. I think there's something about saves here. God. I think Indomitable is just for you. You're just going to look at him no. like, no. There's... Um, no, I was wrong. Did you have uh, something real? Um, did I? I think I did somewhere. Remember, you no, that's just with attacks. Ah. Okay. All right, Voltaire, so you have successfully charmed the Earth Elemental as it storms across the cavern. <laughs> it stops right at... right next to you, and what are you telling it to do? Um, well, I can't tell it to do something that would hurt it. Like, clearly hurt it. Such as stab itself... But I guess I'll tell it to, I guess, assist us in our journey. Hmm. And it, it will follow me for 24 hours. Like, it, it'll do what I, it'll do that specific thing for 24 hours. This is a concentration, I believe. It doesn't say it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say it is. Okay, no. It's a different one I looked at that's concentration then. Maybe keys. 
limited to a sentence or two. Alright, so I'll, I'll just say, assist us in our journey. <laughs> so is it just gonna like listen to base commands? We give it like set down or pick that up? Yeah, it's essentially a porter. Alright, so I guess I'm gonna tell it to go set down like somewhere safe for now. Yeah, sure. Cross-legged. Hands coming on hate, top of the knees. Make little I would circles. Hate for it to, like take damage from a boulder that got misthrown at us and then just start fighting again. Gotcha. Alright, that's gonna be the Earth Elemental's turn. He continues to meditate, the gate of dirt. Gonna come uh, right bear. He's gonna to try run. and smack you. Oh, oh you're gonna run, run, huh? Where are you running to? Run over here. Like just try to get safe, safe distance away. Then he is going to come and make contact with Death Lore. Oh, goody. Mm -hmm. And he's going to try and jump into the air and bottle slam you. Natural 20. Fuck that reroll. Shit. Runic shield. Gotta, I'm forcing him to reroll that d20. 13. Misses. Fuck, you son Wait, of a bitch. <laughs> uh, damn it. Yep, so uh, you sidestep his body slam, lands into the ground. Ilaria. Looking around, the ruby begins to glow rhythmically against the manure. The walls begin to rumble. Good on around. Well, I'm not sure how effective this is going to be, but may as well try, as I have nothing else. I'm gonna take my swords and attack. Get tired. And a 27. Both hit. Thirty-six damage from that sword, and then as my bonus action, since it's in my hand, I'm gonna swing Dawnbringer. Sixteen. Just it's seven radiant because I don't know how much it actually does but for now that's what it does hey um question go ahead what are attack of opportunity rules they are within like, melee distance like... and they move out of your range so that you can take a, take a attack of opportunity as a reaction alright does that apply if they've been forcibly moved out of range yes it does usually no usually no Usually, no. Like, what if I knock... What if I hit them real hard and they go backwards? I would say no. It's up to Wookiee. But usually, force movement is not counted, because that would be really broken. Cause you just shove somebody through a bunch of people, and then they'd all get attacks of opportunity, and 
I would say its back needs to be turned to you for it to be an opportunity attack, by definition. Opportunity back? Attack. Oh, damn. Anyway. Wookie. Mm -hmm. How how high are these stairs? These stairs here. You guys are Um, on a little bit of a pedestal here. I was about to say board college dropout. (laughs) (laughs) Do some math. Okay. All right, Denth Lord, it's your move. Oh, dear. Yeah, those are all going to hit there. All right. He's going to take 8d6 because it crit on that one. Mm. And with each one of those hits, Wookie. Dentalor is with he has the crusher feet, which means he moves them back five feet with every hit. Amazing. Also, every subsequent after every subsequent hit after this, because I crit, it means that every single attack roll against that creature is made with advantage until the start of my next turn. So, not so going to be necessary. So what happens is he oh. gets hit. Boom. You knock one of his arms off. Boom. You knock the other arm off. <sighs> he gets right to the ledge and begins teetering off the back. His foot latches into the earth, trying to steady him. And you come forward. One final swing, shattering the leg that secures him into the side. And he tumbles over the edge, falls to the ground, and shatters into a million pieces. Man, I didn't even add big guy damage. <laughs> hey, Wookie, I just sent you a new token for Voltaire. Oh, I think you could put I it think... in there yourself. Oh, okay. In that case, let, let's see how y'all like this. Uh, how can I? You have to edit your character sheet and put it in. Oh. And then you can click and drag from your character sheet thing on the side onto the field. I'll drop your token. Then Lore, as you deliver the final blow, smashing this Galeb Dura off the edge, the last bit of radiant energy, the last bit of this red energy that radiates out from the stone at the middle contracts back towards the gem and a ever-so-faint bluish hue goes back through these once-red veins, lighting up the entire cavern with a soft, pulsing blow. With a soft, pulsing blue, you guys feel the haloed spell, the hollowed spell take effect. You have successfully cleansed the Steadfast Stone. It also subsequently cleansed the Earth Elemental. Did he cleansing? Was there something See, wrong? Because he's just under suggestion right now. So well, the, the, the ruby, possible. the ruby or whatever we brought back here was made to do that. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a dispel magic. I know. 
But it could have been the corruption that was driving him mad, attacking everything. Valoria, give me a perception check as you examine this Earth Earth Elemental. It's being slow. Slow. See about how to get rid of that white line or the white box around my character. I can show you how to do that after the uh, session if you'd like. All right, I was just going in Photoshop and erasing it behind the character. But mm, yeah. You guys can't really see the character, but I've been working on this the entire session. Nice. <laughs> it's slightly too small for you guys to see. I'm just gonna send it to Discord too. Laurie, as you continue to look at this era, this earth elemental, seeing this red demonic energy flood from the cavern, you see that same red glow fade from the eyes of the rock. Its posture, it relaxes. Less aggressive, it's no longer hunched over, ready to attack. It now looks calm as the red energy that pulses behind its eyes is replaced by the soft blue hue that illuminates the rest of the cavern. Well, Voltaire, I believe you can drop your spell. I feel like just having it follow us around for 24 hours could be helpful. Hmm, well, might do so anyway. Since we did save it from its own madness rather than killing it. That is fair. Um hmm. oh, is there anything useful we could have it do real fast beforehand? And perhaps we could have it find those bones for us. Oh yeah, that is true. We do need to go do that. Can it speak? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> Do you speak a language, good sir or madam? <laughs> it speaks bored dad. <laughs> So, question about mass suggestion. If someone is under the spell, can they still speak freely? Yeah. Yeah, how I would rule it is sure, absolutely. It's more okay, of I just like take... a... I want to suggest to... Uh... Well, it's not... Yeah, it's exactly. To a point, it's not suggestion, it's mind control. So no, that's no, why no. I was asking. Now, you haven't sucked their brains out and brainwashed them. You're essentially just, um... You're more amicable to them, and they listen to you like a good friend, and you... And they follow your advice. So, if... If we just, like, let you go here, will you be okay? And 
Uh, just nod for yes, shake for no. Like it's the best way to communicate with them. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming it doesn't understand me at this point. The check. <laughs> Yeah, it's got an intelligence of five. But does it speak a language? Not common. Wait, does it speak common? Voltaire can speak. No, it speaks um, Terran. Okay, well, I can't speak Terran. I can speak common and gnomish. And undercommon. Uh, I'd like to just stay here for a bit. Now I can like pat the ground and let it set down. Yep. It's already seated, but it goes ahead and slides across the earth. Earth gliding. <laughs> Over the position you indicate. Looking around the cavern, you see that you are on an elevated portion of this rock. Of the rock blight. All around you, there's this shimmering through the crystal formations. These huge, almost like prisms, jut up at odd angles, like stalactites rising around you. You can see two areas from your perched position here. Now that your eyes have time to focus, you look out and see that there are all of these humanoid figures directly below you. In an area to the south. And over to the southeast, there's another cavern that seems to be filled with more humanoid figures, unmoving. Well, if we want them to actually reclaim this region of their home, Probably deal with the Medusa. I could use some Medusa eyeballs. That could prove useful. I'll, I'll just put a eye patch on the other on one eye while I have the Medusa eye in my socket. Hmm. Smart. I'll, I'll replace the troll eyes with Medusa eyes. <laughs> Keep it in your shirt until I need it. Yeah, just put some cool shades on it. Hmm. Like, made out of rock. So you can't <laughs> see through it whatsoever. Rock shades? So solid wooden shades, yeah. Obsidian. Oh, they look like glass. Hmm. Huh. Let's head that way. See if that's where it is. All you guys right. make your way south. Which way are you headed? South or southeast? Southeast into the cavern. As you make your way through this area, you see that these statues are just that. These creatures, these humanoid shapes, are stone. Question, Wookie. I have creature sense. Oh, well, you I feel something in here. Yeah, well, I know, like, how close we are to something. I know the distance and direction to each creature within five miles. Jeez. 
directly ahead of you. You feel the malevolent force, glaring bitter hatred. Aware of your presence as you move closer towards her. Stepping between... Sorry, continue. Stepping between the statues, you lean on one of them, and you see this drow, petrified soldier lean over, tumble, and crash to the ground in dust. As it crumbles, a cloud erupts from the shattered remains and expands to fill the entire cave, obscuring your vision. Alaria, you immediately feel the hate, the sheer malevolent force as this wind gusts around you. This is Ogremok Bane, the malevolent, the evil force driving the earth elementals mad. Hmm. Not the Medusa. Gotcha. Still bad. Voltaire, you feel the Medusa just on the edge of your range, observing you through the statues. I'll lean on one of the statues like, guys, the Medusa is near here. Vols over. It doesn't feel like the only thing. Oh, it's not. I just thought y'all was interested in that one. I was, but, you know, there was the other creature we were told about. Hear me out here. We collapse this section of the cave and just leave it. Is the Medusa in this section, or is it the other thing? The Medusa's roughly five miles away. Oh, she is about 45 feet in front of you. You said on the edge of my range. My range is five miles. Not that range, your visual range. Oh, okay. Okay, I was like, damn. Not that range. She would have changed layers, didn't she? (laughs) All right. Well, guys, hear me out here. We just cast darkness or something, so she can't see. Who has a spell to stop sight? You're the spellcaster. I am a support class. But I don't use magic. I just and we're fighters. All I have that could help here is, let's see, poison spray. Mm-hmm. Um, I can cast fireball at fifth level. I already used my sixth level spell slot. Um, fireball might be a good opener. I yeah. do have a paralyzing ray, a fear ray, a slow ray, and a telekinetic ray. Paralyzing might be very useful. See, I'm thinking of the telekinetic ray of how much damage can I can move a creature like up to thirty feet with the ter- with the. Uh... Let me see. I believe I it's like... an opposed strength check, but yeah, you can move it up to the thirty feet. Okay, so how much damage would something take if I lifted it up 15 feet and slammed it back down 15 feet? Mm. Preferably onto its head. Mm. Like, ignoring terminal velocity, because I am, like, actively putting force behind this thing. Just lift, turn upside down, and straight back down. Mach 5. I'll break the sound barrier those 15 feet 
Mm, you certainly try as you guys make your way mm. through these statues. Voltaire occasionally bumping and crashing one of them to the ground. The dust stops stirring. It stops swirling around you and lightly rains down as the vision clears, the cavern becoming less obscured. You see in the rear a large stone throne. The adornments in this chamber, now clearly visible, would be more at home in a drow city. Spider-themed tapestries, vines, zirkwood furniture, and racks of expensive clothing filled the area. All of it odd, rotted, and old. At the center of the chamber, a female drow sits on a zirkwood throne. She stands, eyes closed and arms crossed as if in meditation or prayer. Then... Her white hair writhes as you see it's formed of pale, hissing snakes. Um, I say we stay behind the statues, like lean out of cover and attack. But also it seems if we smash the statues, she can't see us for a moment. So if we smash one and then run to cover behind another one, it'd be a good way of advancing closer. Okay, oh, we could just move up normally, like a Dentalor, and I can see without actually seeing. Dentalor charges straight up the middle, grabbing a small vial out of his bag. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You As you charge forward, Dentalor. One of these statues puts its foot out, trying to trip you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Can I make a strength check just to go through it? Yes. I never said I was going around the statues. You kick right through its stone leg, trying to brust it into a million pieces. I'm, am I big? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, with a crack. <laughs> You punt the stone leg all the way across the cavern. It slams into the roof and showers you off with little pebbles. <laughs> He's going to look at you and you're just going to stop. What are you talking about? Medusa. She's going to look at you. has his eyes closed. Yeah. Blind sight. Ooh. Does it matter? <laughs> that's, that's fucking min-maxing. Oh, wow, what a power game there. That is yeah, awesome. It has, it has, they have to see each other at the same time. Oh, okay. You have to, essentially, you have to meet their eyes. Yep. Oh, fuck, I have eight eyes, guys. <laughs> How, many yes, has to you, meet huh? How many has to meet the Matusa? One. One. So as soon as you said the Matusa was in the chamber, we both closed our eyes. So we both I, had believe, I believe you have to, but there's a certain range you have to be in. Probably. I, I, Wookie knows it, right? Wookie, you have the stat block, right? Uh, do. There it is. Petrifying gaze. When a creature that can see the Medusa's eyes starts a turn within 30 feet of the Medusa. Con save. Hey, here's the thing. Beholder eyes don't blink. I can't actually close my eyes. Well, I guess you should stay 30 feet away. Avert your gaze. I mean, yeah, I'm going to, but I'm going to cast Insect Plague. 
All right, to Denthalore, I'm going to allow you to charge forward, and then we're going to roll initiative. Denthalore made it? Oh, hell yeah. I need you to take three opportunity attacks. Not good. Not good rolls. They're bad rolls. Denthalore runs so much like a linebacker's ACL tears. <laughs> he punted a guy's legs off. They're avoiding him. Oh god, not my legs. Yep, I'm gonna guess that a 12 does not hurt. Um, no, it does not. Darn it. Yep, you go ahead and make it there. I'm gonna need initiative from everyone. Alaria's eyes are closed as well, and she also has blindsight. Zip, nerf, nerf, nerf. Fixed. Having your eyes closed doesn't really do much for <laughs> No, but it means that I won't get petrified. I mean, I mean, for my initiative, it doesn't do much. Oh, yeah. Actually, rolled decently this time. <laughs> you guys I will say I apologize for what I'm about to do. It's gonna get an eleven and a nine. So that's gonna be Voltaire. You're up first again. Okay, so I'm assuming I'm within 300 feet. Can I see the Medusa or the statues entirely blocking my line of sight? She is elevated a little bit on top of her throne. I'm going to say she's got half cover. Okay, as long as I can see her, I can cast this spell. I'm going to cast Insect Plague kind of in front of her so that if she moves forward, she's in it. Sure. Uh, let me pull up my character sheet. I just went back and forth from the chat to Compendium without ever clicking my character sheet, looking for it. Uh, insect play says rain from your feet, 20 foot sphere. Okay. okay. At fifth level, DC 15 constitution. So if I'm casting it, how far away are they? 30 foot, and I said the spell was a 20 foot. So I'm gonna cast it like. Dentalor, you're gonna have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, oh, whatever will I do? Oh <laughs> yeah. no! Way to big is that? Okay, that spear's a little big. Only 20 foot. That's the 28 save. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little, a little, a little, a little barely. Oh, just yeah, by just, points. just making it on the cusp. <laughs> Doesn't look like it's, 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 oh, it's not bad. So he didn't even need to you make it. You take half damage. So 19. He's not in the radio stuff. Oh, I'm sure he will be soon. I sure will be. Unless all those stone guys have a problem with it, because I think I'm going last. Oh, I. Mm. I would also like to move because I feel like an opportunity attack is going to be better than this. <laughs> what? Like, oh dear. Yeah. Alright, um, I've got the damage. Go ahead and move. I'm debating which direction to run. In a circle. Damn <laughs> it. Uh, I'm going to move over to here. 30 feet away. All right, that's going to be two opportunity attacks. 
It's going to be a 21 and an 8 to hit. Uh, the 21 hits. Um, how far away are you? Wait. Hold on. I'm 40 feet away. Oh, no, wait. Ah, there we go. Um, actually, that 21 is now targeting her. They can't make a melee attack on her. It doesn't matter. The damage is just transferred. Yeah. (laughs) All right, she's going to take three points of damage. Cloud rune for the win. I like how I was ready to sacrifice Denthor's health with my attack, and he's like, no, you can't touch the football. Listen, you've died like 12 times. It's time you do something in a fight. Hey, shots <laughs> fired. You have been here the last two sessions that I've been killing things. Thank and you very I've much. killed many things in the one session I've been here. Valaria, your turn. I might get to Well, I have... I have these two lovely gentlemen right in range. I'm just gonna pull out my Waken Dragon sword and just fire breath both of them. I just want to say I love how wow, Easy like to your die. your token your token lines up so well with the sword above you. I love it. Okay, yeah, they're gonna get hurt real bad, real bad. Thirty fire damage. Oh, okay. Uh, the two on the top? Yeah. Denthalore, your mind flare. Or, yeah, your mind flare beholder. It has so many eyes. Guys, gotta stay 30 feet away. To make one attack with my sword, I'm going to attempt a sweeping attack. All right. And one spirit attempted damage, another creature the same attack. Choose another creature than five feet of the original attack. attack. So does an 18 hit both of them? 18 just hits. Okay. Okay. So the first one takes that damage. Pasted. And the second one takes that damage. Yeah, you melted them down to essentially earth skeletons, and you're able to decapitate both of them, no problem. Battlemaster is so fun. <laughs> and then just kind of like, after just doing that, just spin towards the one beside me. Shh. Go next. <laughs> uh, Alright, so Medusa's turn. Medusa is going to go ahead and take her longbow out. Draw up on you, Denthalore. Try and pin your eyelids open. Well, they're shut. Fuck her. No, no. <laughs> She's going to actually perfectly aim at your eyelids. Slice them off. No blinking. But he's a dragon, so he has that, like, secondary eyelid that he can close. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> you just do a full circle on his eye, it'll be fine. Um. <laughs> Death Lord, quickly, pocket sand. Sha-sha-sha. Um. 
What's going on? What's happening? But she is trying to shoot you with longbow. She's going to step out of the cloud of insects. Does a 21 hit you? Uh, yes. But not really, because rune shields. Wait, no, that's a reaction. Fuck, I guess I'm taking it. Oh, no. Whatever will I do? How much damage? My AC Five. is 15. Five oh, damage. damage. Oh, no. Oh, wow, she's going to hit you with a second attack, too, if it's 15. Yeah, it's not high. I am immune to critical hits, though. Yes, and then 10 damage from the second arrow. Oh, no. Now I'm at 110 health. <laughs> Getting rather snarky over there, sir. I am. Bring the stone golems. Show me what you've got. Show me what you've got. Right, so that's going to be two attacks on you, Ilaria. Natural 20 on the second one. All right. Uh, go re-roll that. Dang it. These guys have two <laughs> attacks, so I'm going to go ahead and take two more attacks. Re-roll that 20. That's a five. One more attack. That is going to be a 15 to hit you, Ilaria. No. <laughs> I have a 22 AC. God damn it! And then that's uh, four attacks on Denthalore. That's going to be a 15. So one of them will succeed on hitting you. Awesome. And those both miss. Really? So that's going to be. Yeah, that's going to be four damage. Oh my god. Strike me if I'm I wrong. wonder what happens when I drink this thing I have in my hand. I'm gonna find out. It's your turn. Nice. He's gonna pop a magic potion. Well, not a potion. Uh, a vial of dragon's blood is what it is. Oh dear. Oh, if you're interested, I have a vial of blood as well. A two? I have a vial of Bahir blood. Two. Oh. Two, 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 two. What's a two do? Oh, Wookie. I'm scared. I'm gonna need a deck save. That's fireball centered on myself. <laughs> why not center it just like? Why not center it here? Because I drank it. It's just—it's a potion that just does shit. All right, so that's gonna be uh, dexterity for the save from Alaria and all the rock monsters. Rock monsters. Was it twenty or is it thirty? I think fireball. Uh, is let me see. I just pulled it up. I'm pretty sure fireball's thirty. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Because it—they made it. Twenty foot radius sphere centered on a point. Blah 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 blah. Twenty foot sphere centered on me. Centered from within you. So that's gonna get both the rock monsters. Oh, a natural 20 on the second one. So one of them yeah. saves. So it just barely doesn't hit me. <laughs> this large yep. rock creature does it acrobatics in his downtime. <laughs> so he's very dexterous. It's parkour. <laughs> oh, God. Parkour. So that's 15 and then 30 on that one. Uh, Ow. 
I I think the DC would be based on if I had casted the spell. So, what's the what's the spell's um, blah blah blah? Eight plus uh, plus whatever you're casting I, modifier. I guess, I guess it'd be charisma would be my guess because dragon stuff. Yeah. Eight plus proficiency bonus. Eight plus four plus three. So, fifteen. 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 That seems fair. Yeah, one saves, okay. one does not. That's what my spell save is. Isn't it, isn't it all four of them? All four of the guys? Yeah. Oh, wow, you catch those other two as well? Son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, they, they're going to fail, so they're going to go ahead and take... Th that was a real powerful spell. <laughs> but that floor, don't, don't you take damage? I do take damage. I take 30 damage. Ooh. God. If going to be the well, most damage Templar takes. It's a bonus action, right? Usually. It's a bonus action, right? It is, yes. Yeah, bonus action to drink a potion. So, so these two guys are still up? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, kinda. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I'm going to whack them both. Eighteen, twenty-two. Both hit. One for each. First one goes down. Second one just barely still standing. Uh, the initial oh, bludgeoning damage. Yeah, <laughs> and it, that's what you needed. Three just takes them down. Cool, cool. I still have one hit. All right, you got some moo, dear. <laughs> <laughs> one hit flies across the room. <laughs> Walks across the room. I can't beat the shit out of you without getting closer. Ninety nits. Cool, 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 cool. Action search. Oh god. Please, please don't, you know, destroy her eyes. I kind of need those. Not the face. Four, Not the face. Forty-six. Man. Isn't that cool? No. Don't you Isn't think so, Wookie? No. Don't you think that's cool, Wookie? I don't. I just did a shit ton of damage. It hurts. Just increase I the health. I think it does. I got 64 damage. Uh... <laughs> Plus an additional 17. Hmm. <laughs> 81. <laughs> I told you 11th level fighter was scary. I didn't even crit. I really uh, hurt you guys. Also, that's the end of his turn. She's gonna Unless bend over double. Do else, <laughs> She's gonna look up at you in the face. Are you going to beat a woman without looking her in the eye? Yes. Coward! <laughs> don't, don't I don't it. care who the IRS is. I'm not paying taxes. <laughs> I don't know why that made me think of that, but just. <laughs> oh, hey, I just had another thought. What if I take snakes and attach them to my wrist from her head? They are venomous. 
Voltaire can actually be like good melee combat at that point. Hey, Wookie, you want to hear something fantastic? Snake bracelets, what's that? I bought 20 of those dragon blood vials. Oh, yeah, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> All right, Voltaire, it's your move. Um, can she be charmed? She's pretty insane. She does not have a condition immunity to charm. Okay, then I'm going to get closer and cast uh, Geese. Oh god, not a complicated spell. Not a huge ch text block. Oh god. I'm, I'm not going to send it. I'm going to give you a summary. So, basically, I have to get closer. It's a 60 foot range. Yeah, you're just in range. I, I was going to get a little closer. I'm not going to get thir within 30 feet of her. Don't pull that shit on me. Step me back a little bit if I need to be. You're I'll, within I'll 40 feet. Well, yeah, yeah alright. Fine, I'll put you back a little bit. Oh, big fucking eyes. <laughs> so, I can't... So, let me go ahead and cast it. Uh, yes, 5th level. That's my last 5th level spell slot. Mm. Oh, it did bring it up. Um, she has to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yeah. Or be charmed. It is a spell uh, oh. Well, that is not a 15. Ugh. <laughs> uh, three. Now, she has two options here. I cannot issue a command that would result in certain death. However, I can tell her to eat this pie. Well, you have to give it to her. I'm going to. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to set it down and slide it across the room, <laughs> and tell her to eat this pie. And I'm going to like lean back behind the thing to where she can't didn't see me. Did I smash me. all the pies? No, you didn't. I thought I did. Dumbo did yeah. smash all the pies. No. I'll say just for the purpose Who's of comedy. Still I didn't. Look, Who's I, still I, 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 hold on. I I will say fine. You smash my pie, but they're still in the pie. <laughs> They're still in this mic. They're, they're destroying it, but they're still in the container. Oh, yeah. Devlor so smashed your pie real good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to slide the pie tin forward with, with oh a crushed God. up pie in it. Say, eat this pie. <laughs> and I'm going to, like, get back behind cover. So you're giving again. your pie You're giving your pie to the Medusa, Wait. huh? She's drow, isn't she? She is. I mean, she's elvish. She can't be put to sleep via magic. She also has advantage against charm effects, usually. Yeah. Or to be put to sleep. But does the race still count as a Medusa since you're a different species? Yeah, she did not roll so well on her second roll there. So you place the pie that is smashed. Your smashed pie on a skateboard. Roll it over to her. She bends over. Starts eating the pie. Hmm. Ah, oh, it's delicious. What'd you make this? It's... Oh, oh God. Where's that? Elderberry? Yeah, my <laughs> And she falls to the ground. Passed out. You just date raped uh, Medusa. With your pie. What the fuck? Dude, what the hell? That's a correction. <laughs> correction. I just knocked her out to take kidneys, basically. I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna remove her eyes and some snakes. You're not only gonna take her eyes, you're gonna make well, her fall. We're still in combat, so. What's your movement? Yeah, yeah, you gotta Do you wait. have 60 feet of movement? 
I, I don't mean just this round. I mean, even if she's asleep for one minute, that's six rounds of combat, or ten rounds. So... I imagine pain would wake her up. I don't know. Then I'll find out on Dentalor soon. <laughs> Dentalor, just... Like, you, you know that bone that connects your neck to your to your spine? Yeah, stab that. Um, crush the neck? Uh, yeah, right. just don't don't destroy the eyes or the snakes. I need those. What's that? Use my acid breath weapon? <laughs> Alright, with that questionable <laughs> consent Wait, out of the way, Alaria, you're moving. She's asleep. One attack against each of these boys. Both hit. Eighteen and twenty-one. And I believe they had previously failed the save against the thirty fire damage that Dead Lord created. Oh, oh yeah, they were barely standing. They look like molten skeletons, just a barely on their last legs. They both go down. Damn, Dentalor can fuck shit up, apparently. Oh, yeah. You did nothing besides drink a bottle of blood. What? Do you want to go? <laughs> want to go, bro? Let, let, me, go, let me have a long rest. Go? Let me have a long rest. I'm so going to stay over here and just kind of call out into the cavern. You boys, tell me when you're done. I'll be waiting over here to make sure nothing more comes to bother us. Crush. Oh, are we out of combat now? Crush. Crush. Medusa's turn. Crush. Oh. I may have gotten slightly excited. Medusa took an action to die. She is going to throw some Zs overhead. Dimplor, you crush? Crush. Oh, God. Oh, God. It hurts me. You know, just walloping on her passed out form. Yes. 31. She's unconscious. I feel like you could just easily take the killing blow. Wouldn't that be like, Aren't those auto crits if they're unconscious? Yep. You do get advantage since she's prone as well. Yep. You're not going to need to roll it up. That's more than enough. Well, yeah, that's two more damage than you needed. Damn. See, I told you the pie would come in handy. First Medusas, then children. Mm. Not, no... Don't make it weird. I'm just harvesting organs. Hmm. All right, Jeffrey Epstein. We need you to calm down a little bit there. Where's Chris Hansen when you need him? <laughs> you have a seat. Bro, forget Chris Hansen. Bring in the insane clown posse. Voltaire, <laughs> what, we need you to go ahead and have a seat. What, what are you doing? Voltaire, what are you doing? What's, what's, what's in the bag? Voltaire. A scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> What are you planning on doing with that scalpel to this child? Uh, organs. Apple Terry, you know that's wrong. Can't go around harvesting children's organs. I will split the money with you, Mr. Hanson. Alright, how much are you talking about, and do you have a deal I, with I, Morgantha? You see, I, I, I know Chris Hanson is in legal trouble for money. Oh, God. So. I'm reading this revised um, fucking magic surge table. And if I roll a 1 on a d20 and a 29, I immediately drop to zero hit points. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way. Players. 
So did I get two um, Medusa eyes and like eight snakes? It's the only way I'm going to be able to get Dendalore down. All right, let's go ahead and have some Let's harvest rolls. All right, what is that, medicine? Yes, give me some medicine rolls. What are you tr- yeah, yeah, actually, I'll uh, survival roll. Is this is kind of like an anatomy kind of thing? Um, what are you I trying a, to... I have a plus seven to medicine and a plus three to survival, so I'm going to go with medicine. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remove the eyes but with them still being able to work. I'm assuming that they don't work right now because she's dead. So I'm going to say you have to very carefully remove the eyeballs and you feel like that's not going to be enough. And you see that the scalp, the hair of snakes is still beginning, it's still continuing to writhe. So you taking a very small knife begin to scalp the Medusa. Give me two medicine rolls. I would like to use Lucky if either one of these is low. Okay, I'll use Lucky on the 10. Absolutely. So one of the eyes, you feel like you're about to puncture it. Wait. You're scooping out the eye, and you're almost about to slice into the iris, and you're just able. You gave it a pretty good nick, but you're just able to remove it without damaging it. Now getting the scalp off, that's no problem. It's like a squirrel. You bend over the uh, back of it, put your boot on the neck, and just pull that right off. Clean. So I got the scalp full of snakes. I'm just going to attach the snakes to my arms, like, separately. But, so did I get the eye? Or no? I I can re-roll Lucky. Again, I have three luck points. I can't. Let me just go ahead and reroll. I'm, I'm gonna use all my luck points here because I never use them. I'll take that. Before I know if I failed or not, with the eyes. So you feel your knife going into the wrong spot, and you're able to curve around the cut to where you're just able to trim away some of the more fatty tissue. You successfully add two eyes to your inventory, two Medusa eyes, and one nest of snake hair. Both hair is about to be more helpful in combat. Also, I could... So, with the uh, snake venom, because I know they're, like, extremely venomous, um, can I collect that? You want to harvest snake venom? Like, if I have it on my arms, can I harvest some every day? I'm assuming it would take away from the, you know, ability to attack with it because it takes time to remake Venom. But it'd be good to coat weapons in. You could even make anti-Venom. Make a, a tidy profit here. What, poison people and then sell the cure? Exactly. It's the ultimate scam. Cleaning up as Voltaire stuffs these harvested material into his pouches. Probably gonna have to sew those on later. Might take a little more time. You guys make your way backtracking through the rock blight. Making sure we go find those bones. First. I mean, it's not like it's gonna kill him if we don't. Yeah. I mean, he is already dead. Exactly. He is already dead, but, um, you know. 
Keeping an eye out. Let's see. Give me a perception roll as you try, or investigation roll, as you try and keep an eye out for these desecrated remains. Oh my god. I had a plus 10 and I got a nat 1. Doesn't appear. (laughs) Doesn't seem immediately obvious. You look back around for the ghost, Warden Jadger. You don't know where he got off to. He's disappeared. And then you feel a cool spine tingling run up the back. As another ghost appears in front of you. You mistake it. You think, okay, yeah, this is uh, Warden Jadgar. He's come to lead us to those bones. And then the head turns 180 degrees. The jaw drops open and a horrifying scream echoes throughout the entire cavern. You all instinctively, reflexively grab your ears, fall to the ground on your knees, trying to block out the sound, the screech. Dragonborn have ears? Yeah, holes. Something similar. I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw. Denthalore is death. What was that? Who <laughs> that yeah. ones in a row? Huh? Hmm? Someone says something. Someone say Denthalore was down. Hmm? I said you're deaf, which oh. proves that you're deaf. <laughs> Voltaire, no, you're the coming, only one. I was just humming the fucking the the, the baffle song, the baffle sauce song. Voltaire, you are frightened. You fall to the ground, horrified by this terrifying visage. Um, yep. You also need to roll a d4 for me. Alright. Oh, of course, I roll high on that one. Nice. So each of you have seen this terrifying form. It's overwhelming to Voltaire, and as you watch him, he ages 40 years in the blink of an eye right in front of you. A deep white beard juts out from his jaw. His hair goes ghostly white, and then frays, becoming bald on the top. Even the troll head juts out a similar white beard. Isn't 40 years deathly to the kobold? (laughs) Don't they? Yeah, they only live 30, don't they? Oh, no. Did Voltaire just he die from aging? I'm with old age, Whoopi. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Damn. Out of I'm nowhere, the troll head helps me a little bit. Out of nowhere, you see a Voltaire lean heavily on a cane that just appears as he is decrepit, barely limping along <laughs> in a ball of fright. Damn, he just scared this motherfucker so old. He just like, holy shit. <laughs> This is why Spooky has turned me to literal dust. Um, (laughs) Dragonborn only lived for 60 years. This is twice I've been turned to literal dust. I live for Um, eight. If if, if you want to get technical, I believe Voltaire's actually like 80 to begin with. Oh, because he's still a gnome and then he got turned into a... Yeah, Voltaire was already 60. So I guess they would age him. They would age him according to his original race, not what he looks like. Yeah, I was already 60. 
How old did the gnomes look? All right, y'all. Long session, but a good Three one. Three to five centuries. Oh. Jesus. Okay. Oh, so Voltaire's fine. That's Voltaire's good. barely a teenager. All right, y'all. Oh, Thanks all so much for playing. Good night. Yeah. Well, let me see how they act for you. All right. I'll see you guys later. Oh, no. Get some game.